podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop in I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to patreon.com slash ace podcast nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on Football Live. And we're back for another season. Uh, Rodri was ill next last week, but he's back for the second episode of the season. Lots and lots to discuss. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. But uh, as the season's back, the Super Six Prediction League is back. This, this year, we are raising money for charity again. And uh, it's for, let me get it right, it's the ambulance service. In the name of uh, Neil Campbell, obviously Andy Campbell's brother, we're raising money for the air ambulance service. Uh, so far, we've got over 100 people enter. There's £600 in the prize money for the top 10 players. Plus, we've raised a minimum of uh, £1,034. First round was won by Paul Cartwright on 16 points. But this week, let's look at the celebrity players. The shock of the round was that Danny Button, who knows absolutely nothing about football, scored 11 points, beating both myself and Rodri. And uh, we had Cohen Griffith started off strong as well. Uh, I, you McNaughton. know what? I would have got 11 points. But for some daft reason, I put West Ham and City drew the draw. Oof. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the uh, decisions which were made with predictions, because I made one appalling one. I think I got carried away with me and Rob were talking about Nottingham Forest on the show last week. But I, I, I've i been impressed with their signings. And then I watched, after you sent me that text, I watched the highlights of it. And I thought, Jesus Christ, Forest they got were in battered. real trouble. Yeah, they defensively, they were all over the place. But um, yeah, we'll talk about that. If you do want to join the charity uh, prediction league, get in touch, either with myself or Rodri or this channel, whatever. And uh, we can put you in touch with Will. I think Will's uh, link to his uh, Facebook and stuff is in the description as well. But anyway, let's get into it. Um, as always, I'm joined by uh, XFC United, ex Salford City winger, the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, some would say, Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? 
it's been a while since we've been uh, we've yeah, done no, a show. Yeah, I, I had COVID last week. Bad. You were um, Yeah, still just getting rid of it. Sweet. And it's hot, this heat, no good. Sweating it out. Yeah, sweating, sweating it, out. it out. But yeah, like, um, so Rob jumped in just to, to be at a football show last week to talk about the championship as well. And um, we talked a lot about like different signings. We did focus more on the championship last week. But um, one thing which we did discuss was Forrest have made some really good signings on paper. You've got, you know, Lingard, you've got Nico Williams, you've got Henderson, you've got Wayne Hennessy. They've got like three really good goalkeepers. Um, but they just looked dreadful all over the place. And um, yeah, I worried for after that game, I was like, oh, I'm a bit worried about them now because it's like we were talking of all sorts, like top 10 finishes and. Yeah, they did not look Yeah, good. people don't realise it's not half the squad's gone, it's a new squad. Mm. Takes time. And yeah. I I, I say this, I'll say the same about Cardiff later. When you've got so many players coming in, it's, yeah. it takes a bit of time to gel together and get everything sorted. Um, yeah. Speaking of all over the place, let's, let's get it out of the way. You're a United fan. What is going on at your football club, mate? Because... Um, it is. It's getting embarrassing. Like, yeah, off I don't the pitch, know. on the pitch is not much better. But I don't off the really, pitch I don't really know what's going to happen if this Frankie De Jong ends up going to Chelsea. It's just be embarrassing, wouldn't it? It'd be a, a long old chase, wouldn't it? Just for I think, him to I, think we're, we're, I think we're watching the start of the end for the Glazers. Yeah, I do too. I was going to ask you about that because there's already um, there was talk of there's some big protest against Liverpool again, um, but it's wild. Like they were linked with um, Arnautovic, right? Who I wouldn't have signed him for a top six club when he was at his peak at West Ham, and he's been he played in China for two years. Then he's gone obviously to Italy to Bologna for a couple of years. Scored a few goals last year. But he is never um, a top six striker. Well, it's just, and just, it just stinks of what they've been doing, isn't it? Uh, Igarlu, Cavani, just stop gaps. You know, yes, Greenwood in, in the, has put a span in the works. What's happened with him? And then obviously Ronaldo wanting to leave. So, yeah, it's just all over the show at the minute. And it's a big shock, I think, on, uh, on Saturday when uh, so, Sunday. Um, Sorry, man. I was going to say one thing. I do think um, people, the, the the social media consensus have got wrong. I suppose is um, I saw similar criticism of them signing potentially Rabiot, um, who actually I think they should have signed Rabiot before he went to Juventus. He's exactly what they need. The problem is, at his time at Juventus, he's got a bit of a reputation for being a bit problematic and a bit bit of a you know bit of an attitude of that. But when he was at um, PSG, he was one of the best holding midfielders in Europe. And that's not that's not that long ago. Um, and ultimately, that's where United have struggled, is having a decent holding midfielder. So if they can't... Actually, I would get Rabiot either way for, for, for whatever it is, 15 mil. But yeah, the De Jong one, it just looks embarrassing, I suppose. Doesn't it? Like you've chased him all, some, all summer and then not signed other people because of it. And then he's obviously looks like there's at least a chance he could go to Chelsea. Yeah. Well, it's, it's looking that way, doesn't it? Any positives from last, like the opening week from a, as, as a United fan? Anyone? No, else? no, no. What no. about the new, um, 
Positive, positive. Hopefully, we won't see Freddie McTominay again. Yeah, well. Um, what what have you made of um, like the new signings that you've made in the preseason and in that first game? Yeah, well, obviously, I like Ericsson. Martinez looks good. Um, people talking about his size business doesn't bother me one bit. Um, I'm five foot eight. I won most of my headers against six foot plus people. So, and I'm not Premier League, and I'm not a full international player like he is. So, yeah, you, could, you must have a spring on him. Yes, it, it's probably might be a little issue on on corners or set pieces, but other than that, yeah. You know, um, Fabio Cannavaro won World Player of the Year. He's fucking five foot nine. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's all about yeah, how you it's read the game, isn't it? Yeah, it's how he reads the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, it's one game. Like, it, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I think my question is, all that there's like there's a massive amount of players in that squad who are on their like second and third chances to really show what they can do, and to turn up and play like they did in the first game of the season against Brighton at home is worrying because you're think, thinking yeah. new new manager. Let's you know show what you can do. I think it didn't help by not playing centre forward. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would have put Rashford there, but no. Yeah, we'll see. I there's work to be done, um, for sure. Um, Gaz just said uh, that uh, Martinez's heading stats are fantastic. So yeah, he obviously read, he obviously reads the game very well. He wouldn't yeah. be as uh, as wanted as he you know he was. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting what develops at United because they could sign, you know, three, four players between now and the end of the window. They could things could improve and the protests could die down a little bit, and then they'll come back. Or if it keeps going the way it is, it's like a train waiting to crash, and it? it's like a train without a driver. Like it just looks, yeah. Like um, and I saw a couple of people on like United sort of Twitter or whatever. Um, saying that they think that Ten Hag should walk away now to make a point, but like this is his big opportunity, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's, this is his yeah, first that's, real that's, big job. That's just not going to happen, is it? No, I don't think so. Um, so who impressed you over the weekend? Like in all, all opening Fulham. weekend of the Fulham, Fulham? yeah, excellent result Fulham. against Liverpool. First game of the season against uh, Liverpool, I thought they were right at it, didn't give Liverpool a second. And uh, fully deserved the result. Could have won it, but really could have lost it as well at the end. But uh, yeah, Fulham were really good. And if I see them, if they play like that, they'll be, they'll have no problems. Mitchell, they obviously need Mitrovic to keep to play like that, which is is a tough, tough ask. Mm. But yeah, Fulham impressed me the most over the weekend. It is. It's funny, isn't it? Because all the talk has been of Forest because they, on paper, have made these great signings. But then, and everyone's kind of written off Fulham as, oh, they're going to go down again. And the way they played against Liverpool, you know, it is the first game of the season. You always get a couple of results, maybe, which which throw you, you know, Brentford didn't, uh, didn't Brentford beat Arsenal opening game of the season last year? Yeah. 3-1 or something. Like, there's always these odd results. But I thought Fulham were worth every every penny. Like, they were very, very good. It's... Um, I was impressed by uh, what's his head, the striker who signed for Man City. I've forgotten his name, Harland. Yeah, um, I thought you know he does does what we all expected him to do: big, strong, quick, 
and can finish. So scary, but scary, scary yeah. prospect. What's scary as well, mate, is how young he is. What is he? Twenty-three, something like that. It's ridiculous. He could be uh, break all the records. Come, come, you know, the end of his career. But no, no. they fit. Um, so we talked about Forest. What did you think of Newcastle? Obviously, Eddie Howe is slowly building his his uh, his new luck team. Yeah, well, I, well, like I say, I watched that game as well. Um, or the first half an hour, and it was like the Alamo. Newcastle were just camped in Forest. Forrest's half and yeah, playing really, really well. Good, good goal. Now, obviously, the second goal was was a really good goal. So, uh, yeah, they'll be strong there at home, though. First game of the season, you know, sunny day, great crowd. So, yeah, it's tough, tough, tough ass to go there. First game of the season. Yeah, and I think, look, I do think Forrest will be okay. I, I don't think they'll go down. But they've oh, got to be. They've got to be more organised than that. I thought defensively they were all over the place, and, uh, and it was. I, I think was surprised the, by it. I think the, uh, uh, watching that on uh, and then looking at the stats. If you win your first, if you win like nine or eight points in the first month, you like ninety percent chance of staying up. Mm. But it goes the other way. You know, if you don't get any points after. You finished, and I don't see it. Good forest, don't see it. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be very interesting how the season develops for for both those teams because I think Newcastle haven't quite spent the money that everybody thought they were going to spend. You know, everyone thought they were going to go mad and buy all these. Uh, they did have a good players. finish at the end of the season, or didn't yeah. they? They did, yeah. And they have got some good players. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I like um, the one, the boy who scored the uh, unbelievable goal, Wilson. Oh, uh, no, the other goal. Oh, what was his name? Oh, centre half. Yeah, uh, yeah, the centre back, Fabian something. I don't yeah. know if I, I can't remember his name. I like him. He he looks good. But Eddie Howe, I think, is what he seems to be one of those managers who brings people together. And um, I just think if he gets his signings right, Newcastle could be in for a real exciting couple of years for you know just under Eddie Howe's management because they'll play good football and they've got you know more money than anyone so uh, that's interesting um so someone just sent me this on Twitter that DM'd it to me apparently Rashford has been offered uh I've just seen PSG so he got when he signed his new contract he got offered the deal to go to PSG uh, according to Phil Brown who's pretty reliable Got some good contacts at the club. He said um, Rashford's agent met with PSG previously. His agent is it? And they yeah. um, they basically decided to sign a new deal at United. However, if you look at it like now, would he make the same decision? I think possibly well, not. Well, if, if 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 someone like that ends up going, then you know. That's for a, that's for a protest, homegrown for a homegrown player for want to leave. It must be absolute turmoil. But... Yeah. Do you think that would be the trigger point if, like, a Rashford leaves? That it won't be good. Like the it fans will just. It, it won't be, be good. Half, half of being turmoil, half of like, well, he's not done anything, has he? So, he might as well cash in. Would you sell him? No, no. I don't think they can afford to. Like, from a squad perspective, like. Mm. They're lacking mm. forward players, like strikers, mm. aren't they? Yeah. Um, 
it'll be interesting. Craig makes a good point there in the chat. He should have scored. Oh, he should have scored a couple on the weekend. Yeah, the one where the one where Ronaldo clearly onside, so it would have been given. You, that's a, I, I, I played that position. I, that's an e, one of the easiest finish. All you've got to do is come across. All you've got to do is keep it down side foot. It. It's as simple as that. Try to blast it. Mm. Just, do you think that's a like a confidence thing with him though? He's gone for power because he's uh, lacking a bit of that a, confidence. Just a bit of composure, mate. That's all you mm. need. Just a bit of composure. It, it took the ball. Took you knew what was going to happen because he's made the run. So he knows what he wants Ronaldo to do. Ronaldo's put the perfect ball in. All you've got to do is concentrate, is keeping over the ball and just side foot along the floor. And he's shy blasting it. And the keeper's made a, a, a really good save, but you shouldn't give him a chance. Yeah, he should be should be just putting away, shouldn't he, from there? Finish. Just, uh, two one. And then you're on the ascendancy then. Ronaldo's just come on, the crowd's up two one. Hey. Instead it's gone on a little bit longer. It's a bit of a damp squid goal. It's, it's been checked on VAR, so it, it just it just loses that. Took the momentum away from it. Yeah, like. Took the momentum away. Where Ronaldo scores, even though the, the lines have put the offside flag up, it goes to VAR. Hey, it's a goal. Crowds up, and then we're away. But no, it was, uh, it was the other way. And um, fair, fair played to Brighton as well. They played really well. What did you make of Harry uh, Harry Maguire's performance? Obviously, got absolutely railed last year by the fans and by the media steady steady none of the goals really was his fault so all he can do in it is keep building up building himself yeah. back up i guess yeah. no it's not none of the goals were his fault so fred should be waking up a bit more awake dalot should be recovery run should be better you could pick the bones out of a few of it but nothing to do right with wire no um, I mean, Craig makes a good point as well. He says, like, um, the World Cup being, you know, in November and stuff, that could affect a lot of clubs in the Premier League and the Championship, but particularly, like, in the Premier League. Like, if, say, you know, if Newcastle get off to a blind start and then... Say, say yes, but, you know, um, Southgate seems to have his, you know, Maguire had a torrid time last year, but he played for England. So... Yeah, but so. even just the season sort of stopping, it's um, it just it's gonna anyone who's on a good run, it brings that to a halt, and anyone who's on a bad run, yeah, it brings that to a halt. Putting things in it, it's just obviously yeah. you're gonna see this probably every twenty years now or something. I don't know. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really interesting season. Um, I had Darren Pearce in at Eat Sleep Media today, like, and he's the Cardiff under twenty threes um, boss, and he said that the under twenty threes. Uh, trying to get as many uh, friendlies and and games they can during the World Cup on a Saturday, you know, Saturday afternoon and that because because the Championship teams and the Premier League teams are all stopping, the you know all the league games are stopping and that so they're playing their home games at the Cardiff City Stadium on a Saturday afternoon, hoping that the you know like the Cardiff fans who want to watch a bit of football will come and watch the kids, which oh, I think okay. is a really good idea. Like, yeah, but. Yeah. I wonder how many teams, you know, if you've got a if you've got like a full squad when the World Cup's on, or like a fullish squad because they got massive squads this year. Why wouldn't you play like a behind the behind closed door friendlies against? Well, you, you, you're going to see game? a lot of that. You'll probably see a lot of that friendlies against each other while while the World Cup's going on, just to keep games keep keep players ticking over. 
Yeah, I mean, the players who don't play in the World Cup, there's got to be a danger of almost having to do pre-season again, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Because you're yeah, for four so. or five uh, weeks. Um, Tottenham smashed Southampton 4-1. Um, <clears throat> Ryan Sessegnon, again, what a player. Like, I really, really rate him highly. Um, Eric Dyer getting on the goal, goal sheets as well, which is unusual. And James Ward-Prowse made for Southampton. Is it time for him to move on? Uh, well, he's really good enough, isn't he? Southampton can't afford to let him go. No, I know that, but he's good. He's good enough to be okay, playing at a higher level. He's, isn't he's he? definitely good to play at a, at a higher level. Which club would probably fit him? Probably Tottenham. Tottenham, but, uh, Liverpool. Then possibly Brighton. But would he go from Southampton to Brighton? Uh, West Ham, possibly. Think he's good enough to play for Liverpool? No, Leicester. Liverpool, no. Don't think no. he's quite there, do you? No. No, no, he's 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 not a Milan, isn't he? So I think he's better than Alana was. But, well, you know, I suppose I can see the point that they're very similar players in so many ways. It's um but yeah, I wonder if he'll hang about or whether he'll fancy, you know, trying himself because he's you know, he's not old by any means, but he's you know, he's getting older, isn't he? Um, does he want to be in a relegation battle with Southampton if that's what they end up in? Could when he could be playing in Europe for a Tottenham or a a Leicester or whatever. Um, yeah, he's got good quality, on not he? Oh, yeah, he's superb. Um, what did you make of Kasper Schmeichel leaving Leicester, mate, and uh, going out to France with Aaron Ramsey to... Uh, yeah, it's was a weird one, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a strange one. Because he's like Mr Leicester, isn't he? Like, yeah, Schmeichel. But some, some things, a lot of strange things going on at Leicester at the minute. Players leaving. and so, they had yeah. a nightmare season last year, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but they were due one though. They had such a good run at the minute. You know, they won the league, they won the FA Cup. You know, it looks like they um, they might lose Fafana, then at Chelsea, the central defender, and also there's you know t- still talk of Tillman's. You know, he's been linked with all sorts: United, Arsenal, abroad. Where do you think would be a good move for Tillmans? Do you think United is a good move for him or do you think they got enough of that type of player? Depends who, who, we, end, who we end up with. Uh, I think he'd be on the list, but probably lower down. Yeah, um, I think he's... I'd be surprised if he sticks around at Leicester. I think his contract's up at the end of this year. I would be amazed if he, you know, he's not like... Uh, Go somewhere, Arsenal, United, abroad, even just. But um, Aaron Ramsey gone to Nice as well, mate. That's a good move, I think, for him. And um, oh, that's what I was going to say to you, Gareth Bale, mate, knocking him in for fun already in America. Yeah, he's a pub league. Well, he will be. Did you see the goal he scored on yeah. Saturday when yeah. he came off the bench? Just run outpaced everyone, like, and he was yeah. just like, they don't know what they how it's they're going to deal with that. Kids. Is that good or a bad thing for Wales in terms of he's no, not going to be playing against a really long, high, high level? Everything, anything's good as long as Gareth Bale's just sticking over him. And, you know, he's pretty experienced now, so he'll just be doing enough for you to know his body and not get ready for the World Cup. Do you, do you not think, though, he'd be better off playing for, you know, in the French League, Italian League, Spanish no, League, wherever, where it's a higher level? No, I think Gareth Bale is... is, is 
his experience and his quality. And no, a happy, happy Gareth Bale is a is a good Gareth Bale. So playing in Los Angeles, top of the league, in the sun, palm trees. Come on, he does look very happy. And but I think no, he's the fact that he keeps keep doing those... times you see him score them, keep running. You, yeah, you know, he kept running to the bench. Oh, mate. my favorite thing is he keeps doing all his interviews in Spanish. Like <laughs> that's just like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I hope he does every interview ever for the rest of his career in Spanish, just to kind of rub salt into the wound. Um, did anyone? Did you watch in the Premier League? Was there any team where you watched them and you were like, "Oh, they look. Are they in trouble?" Apart from Forest. Anyone who you were surprised by how bad they were, or not necessarily how bad they were, but no, not not good, not really. Everyone really did I okay. Thought, um, I thought Palace did okay as well, even though they got beat. Thought, uh, uh, Villa losing was quite a surprise. Villa was a surprise, yeah. Um, Everton, I thought Everton played well against Chelsea. If you want for a penalty, they would have got a draw. So. I think Everton need a forward. Plus, plus, I think Everton made some good signings. Tarkovsky, Cody. Who else? Two very good signings there, aren't they? Who was another one? There was another one? Oh, the centre out, the centre mid, or the centre, the big strong lad, the big French kid. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, it's gonna bug me. He's, he's, a, he's a decent player. I've seen him play. But yeah, they look good, and I mean, Everton, Everton got. It. Some decent players. They just had a, a bad season last year, and obviously Lampard's come up, come in late on and kept them up. They've made some good signings with likes of like Tarkovsky, like you mentioned. I think Connor Cody is a great signing for them. Um, and then they've always, you know, they've already got the likes of um, like Damari Gray and Iwobi and Holgate. They've got quite a good nucleus of those kind of, you know, athletic good technical players. Um, so their, their back three, their centre-backs on Saturday was uh, Godfrey, which I think is one of the academy boys, Yeri Mina and uh, James Tarkovsky. So obviously Connor Cody's going to slip into one of those places, isn't he? Um, yeah. And then they had um, that Mylilenko and Patterson as the wing-backs and in the centre of midfield, they had a Wobi, which I thought is that's one like I don't expect him to stay there. Like I would imagine he's gonna either drop to the bench for that boy who signed, or they'll move him out wide. Because this look, with all due respect to Awobi, I think he's quite a good technical player. He is never a centre mid central midfielder. He's just too slight and you know, I know you can be small and play in the centre of midfield. But you have to be very, very good. And I'm not sure Iwobi is one of those like very, very good players. Not bad, but it's in my around, opinion. He can, get, he can get around the pitch though. Yeah. And he's not he's not that he's not that small. He's like six foot. He's quite slight, isn't he? I don't know. I don't I don't think he's that tall, is he? I'll have to, I'll have to double check that. I didn't think he was that tall. I thought he was a lot yeah, He's not that. he's not small Iwobi. I thought he was like my height, mate. You know, you're a midget. Yeah, um, yeah. Full on. But I'm built like a brick shit house, mate, so it's all right. Alex yeah, so five foot eleven. Yeah, my height. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not five foot four. 
Oh, <laughs> rude. No, so what's that? That's that. No, he's just short of six feet. Yeah, it's, he is a bit bigger, a bit taller than I thought he was. <laughs> he's an athlete, I will be. Plus, yeah, his dreads will put him to six feet. So there you go. That's why he looks so big because he's got dreads on it. Leeds beat Wolves. I think that's a good start to the season for them because Wolves is quite tough. I wonder where the Wolves might struggle, mate. I, I speculated last week if they lose um, Neves and a couple of other players, which have been rumoured to be going. I do wonder whether they might this this year might be their year where they struggle a little bit, but they yeah, always seem I, to do well. You know, if I think um, only Forest going to go down, and that uh, for the teams that have come up, then that leaves two teams. So Wolves could be on that list if, it's the, if they don't get it right. Wolves, Southampton, uh, Southampton, Palace, Brentford. Even though they they oh, get good oh, results, oh, I'm not looking forward to Brentford this weekend. Really. Yeah, they're good, Brentford. Out, play good Not stuff. Older, night match, no, noisy. One of the noisy grounds. Have they got? Have United got enough corners at the minute to to be doing that kind of atmosphere? Everton going back to Brentford. Yeah, they'll be bang up for it as well because they'll want to show yeah, that it wasn't just Christian Eriksen, which was yeah. making them decent. One of them grounds that bouncing, mm. bouncing. Um. Let's talk about the, the Sunday games a little bit. West Ham versus uh, Man City was one-sided pretty much, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was 2-0. Yeah, Harlan reminded me of Ruud van Nistelrooy, a left-footed yes. Ruud van Nistelrooy. Yeah, that's why I, that's the exact comparison which I was going to ask you about. Um, the way he's built and his speed and his yeah. finishing. Just Six so... foot and just lightning, just movement, just lightning. Just everything was world class, but he's like a kid, and then he's twenty-one. But so, with him, what yeah. I like is his is his his finishing very like similar to Van Nistelrooy. Is yeah. he does it? Um, he does it early before the keepers yeah. ex- or the defenders are expecting it. Yeah, um, but you can't see him in low, low, hard, just always on target. Very difficult. Just every time Van Nistelrooy had a, had a shot, had a, had a sight on goal. You know he's shooting, or you know he's, and he was lethal, and that's what he reminded me of when I was watching him. Is he the missing piece for City? So on Saturday, uh, Sunday, missing they played, piece. They, missing you piece. Know what they, beat they beat us by thirty-five points last year, and they've got, <laughs> him, and they've got him. So yeah, it's just scary. If Liverpool drop any more points, they might as well just call the season over now because they ain't dropping a lot of points. So. You think City will run away with it a bit, do you? Yeah, yeah, I really do. Grealish and Foden. So they played Grealish and Foden off Haaland with De Bruyne, Rodri and Gudungan in midfield, sort of a bit deeper, uh, which was quite interesting. But then you've got Sauer and and Walker, though, bombing on as well. Yeah, they're like all their width comes from those two fullbacks, doesn't it? And I mean, Kyle Kyle Walker, even even though he's getting on a bit, in terms of age, he's still so fast, it's unreal. Yeah, um, and I really like that Cancelo. Um, I think he's a very, very good player. Yeah, I do. But um, the one I think doesn't get sung the praises of, which I think is um, is vital to the way City play, is Rodri. Um, I just think the way he just sits and just dictates the play all the time. Um, but you never really, you know, hear anyone talking about him and that. I just think he's an excellent footballer. But yeah. like their bench is frightening when you consider they let go of uh 
that fullback. Yeah. I've forgotten his name. Sterling, Zinchenko, Sterling. Uh, Sterling's else? a player, you know. Sterling was quite a, important. You watch Jesus for Arsenal, and you think, "Whoa!" Oh yeah, Jesus as well. I didn't see the Arsenal game. How did he play for Arsenal? Yeah, really good. He'll make he'll score a bag full of goals for them. Where did he play hey, for Arsenal? Man, he'll play every game. Did he play like number nine or did he play yeah. like wider? Yeah. Number nine, number ten, he was working hard, dropping in, turning, turns. He was he, he was he couldn't handle him the first twenty minutes. It's quite mad that City let him go, really, because he's young. You know? I yeah, still I get because he's getting on a bit and they wanted to bring in other players, but well, they got thirty-six million for him. Add another fourteen. They've got Haaland, so they spent forty million on Haaland, basically. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then off the bench, they brought Calvin Phillips in. You know, and he played like the last minute or so. John but Stones didn't, John Stones didn't play. Oh, Bernardo Silva as well, and uh, Mares. Like their their bench is frightening. Yeah, because. Their bench gets in all the other teams. And Liverpool's not that strong. No. Now they've left. Now Manu's gone. But like Man City's bench, those players get in the first team of pretty much every team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, when you look at it like that, even if they have a bad run, they can drop players and rotate it. Their second 11 would would, would get in a Champions League spot. So... Do you think their second eleven would challenge for the league, or do you think just no, top four, no, top four, yeah, top four? Yeah, which is just mad. That is, but like Calvin Phillips, I think is an interesting signing because when they do need to close games out a little bit, if it's tight, because there will be the times where the teams are, you know, find a way to defend against them and they're defending a draw. And that. having someone like Calvin Phillips who can just come in and sit alongside Rodri is, um, I think, that's a really clever signing. And uh, yeah, I I see no way that anybody else wins that league apart from Man City, uh, mm. other than maybe Liverpool. But uh, as you say, Liverpool to me just don't have the same depth that Man City have. No, no. And the other thing as well, I would say, mate, is uh, Liverpool are already two points behind, which sounds stupid, doesn't it? After one game, but like those, I think those two teams they can't afford to lose each other. If that makes sense. Um, so yes, uh, let's have a look at the um, West Ham. I thought were a bit disappointing. Um, I gotta say, I was expecting a bit more from them. I thought they might be up, up for it, um, and they weren't really. I thought they was a bit disappointing actually, but I'm sure you know they'll get David Moyes. We'll get them playing, and they've got some good players in and around the squad. So I would expect them to do all right. You know, eventually, it might just take him a while to get going. Uh, Will says uh, the MLS is a higher level than Mid Madrid reserves, so it's better for Wales. He's actually playing first team football, leaving into the World Cup. Yeah, and I think ultimately that's what um, you were saying, wasn't it? He's happy. He's playing every week. Even you know, I know he's coming off the bench. He's the not moment. really exerting his body too no. much because he's no. He's got his cigar out. He's loving it, mate. Loving yeah. life. Yeah. Good for him. Down um, Ella, what's it? Rodeo Drive, baby. baby <laughs> he's just chilling out in LA, mixing with. He's getting to know some celebrities, isn't he? He's probably doing some acting lessons. Yeah, exactly. Ready for his and movies. Oh, you know, vest. Play a lot of golf. 
beautiful golf there. There we go. That's what it's about. You've got to, you've got to enjoy his life. Those country club, all that good stuff. Yeah, love it. Um, Craig says, will this be the 100-point season for the Premier League winner? Possibly. Possibly. I can see Man City get 100 points. Yeah, possibly. Simply because I just think they're going to run away with it. Yeah. And I think Haaland's going to score about 50 goals. Yeah. And everyone else is going to be playing for... I think he'll score 40-plus goals. How many do you reckon Premier League goals he gets? Just Premier League. Easy 30, you know. 28. I reckon he's going to break 30. I just think he's going to break records over the next couple of years on all sides. You'll see a lot of goals and then you'll see teams... Uh, working it out and, and making it a lot more difficult for him. Just saying, problem, leaving no spacing behind. The problem is, spaces are too much for him. He can run in behind, but he can also hold. He can play with his back to goal and link up. His link yeah, up but, play is really good. Yeah, but everything's there. More, more condensed, I suppose. But you know, he's capable of scoring with the defence yeah, in front of him. No, yes, no doubt. But it'd be a lot more harder. Yes, it's much more difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the championship. Um, oh, just to say, because um, someone just asked, was um, with regards to Ryan Giggs' trial, um, we're not going to discuss it until the trial is over. Um, we just, you know, it's, there's nothing to say until it's until until the verdict's in, and then you know we'll talk about it. We're not avoiding the question. It's just it's an ongoing trial. And we're going to leave it at that. Um, championship, mate. Are you kind of up to date with everything from the last, like the opening couple of games in the championship? Yeah. Um, Pretty much. Who's who's yeah. impressed? Early doors. Um, Blackburn, two, two from two. Blackburn. Uh, Sunderland Black, up there. Blackburn, Sunderland, but they got beat last night in the cup. No championship, no championship teams left in the in the EFL. Yeah, they're all out, which is a crazy stat, really. Um, yeah, but Blackburn, you know, they, they tailed off at the, at the end last last year, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, big time. And uh, but Burnley, Burnley looked dangerous again. Watford, um, but yeah, Watford. I'd say, I'd say Watford looked. Probably a shoe in, and Burnley have impressed me as well. With they've had a lot of changes, new manager. So, yeah. Who's the Burnley manager now? Vincent Company. That's right, of course he is. Yeah, I thought they looked really good in the first, the first, uh, the game on the Friday. That was the first game on it. I thought yeah. they looked excellent. Yeah. Um, and I thought, like, I, I think we we discussed it briefly. Cardiff had a good start and get beat. So, yeah. Well, um. With Burnley, interestingly, we talked about they sh- Vincent Company should bring in Craig Bellamy as someone who's played in the Championship, and then a couple of days later they brought him in. Yeah. So that was a good. But interestingly, well, they uh, were together at City, though, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Well, where uh, Craig Bellamy was his assistant out in Belgium until oh, okay. he came back because of personal issues. But um, I wasn't surprised to see him join him again, and I think it's a great little. Uh, little partnership they've got. But really interestingly was Burnley uh, bid for Cardiff City youngster Isaac Davis yesterday. Um, they bid two and a half million pounds, which I've seen a few people saying, you know, he's 20 years old. He's only made like 
30 odd appearances, take the money. But to me, nah, like there's don't you don't two and a half minute, two and a half million is nothing in football. And I just think if we sell uh, an up-and-coming striker, he's really good. He's got something about him. He also responded well when uh, Morrison criticised him a little bit. I think that would be a terrible decision to sell him. But I guarantee that if Burnley come back with a four or five million pound offer, Cardiff will at least discuss it. Um, but for me, two and a half million is not worth it from a Cardiff point of view. But um, yeah, it's very interesting because Bellamy that. worked with the 23s and the academy when Isaac Davis was coming through. So you would know him very well. Uh, and Gabadon, Danny Gabadon is his, uh, his agent as well, I think. Or his, his mentor or something like that. Um, so it'd be interesting if they come back, for, back in for uh, Isaac Davis. I hope they don't. But I got a feeling they may. Uh, but yeah, Burnley in that game on the Friday. Sorry, I was saying I thought they were really good. They looked real. They looked bang up for it, and they also looked like a real team who know how they're going to play football. Like it was very flowing um, and organised defensively. Uh, from a Cardiff point of view, first game great. Perry Ng getting sent off is a blow against Norwich because. He's obviously been suspended since. Um, the Cardiff players have been fined and stuff because of that. But, like, they've signed another... They signed uh, Simpson from Rangers this week, on, uh, who's a defender. They probably need one more striker. I think they signed that boy from Tottenham, um, Etit, who's supposed to be very good. But he's a, you know, he's a youngster. Some of the new players have looked good. Remain Sawyers. Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Old Joe's look pretty good. And there's, you know, a lot of the players look like they could be something, but it's so many players all at once. It's going to take time for them to gel. You cannot bring in like 13, 14 players and just expect them to play. Can you? No, it's, it's not. We talk about this Forest thing. These players have to gel, don't they? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's. What do you think of that stat I said? So no championship clubs left in the EFL Cup. Um, but it's an early start. It's an early start to season. I think it's this season you're going to see a lot of weird results and a lot of different things. Uh, just one of them things, isn't it? Usually there's a lot of championship sides in the in in the stone the quarterfinals from to non non being after the first round. Yeah, it's pretty uh, strange. We all, I mean, we all, you know, we all talk about every year. We discuss should Premier certain Premier League clubs take it more seriously. You know, back in the nineties, United and Arsenal used to take the League Cup relatively seriously and try and get the first trophy on the board. We've seen Man City, you know, be the team this more recent times. <clears throat> but the Championship teams should they be taking it more seriously? You know, like I see all the Championship teams played youngsters or played their second string. No, not really. Just use it for what you know. What you've, the, the season's just started. They might have a squad of players that need games. But it's the right thing to do. It's just obviously, you know, it happens. It's cut football. It's just one of the yeah. weird things that every single championship side is out. No, I think I made a mistake. I about that, this. Um, there was, um, and 
funny enough, I, I was got, I got that stat from talking to Darren earlier, but um, Craig just said there was one there was one game which was all championship, so there might be like one team left in, but but ultimately the majority of the championship sides lost this week, yeah. and then um, Cardiff lost to Portsmouth three nil. Um, it was nil nil up until I think like the 68th minute or something. Um, so I don't know whether there was a bit of tired legs, but I mean, most disappointingly, as a Cardiff fan, I guess, was seeing that Pompey seemed to have more fans than Cardiff did at Cardiff. But it's always the same in the, these early stages of the of the League Cup. For whatever reason, people don't fancy those games, and um, they just. They're never those big crowds. It's unfortunate. Um, but the, cha- the championship is going to be so tight again this year. I look at it and I can see probably 10 clubs who I think should be pushing for playoff places. So I find it very difficult to to kind of pick out six. But we are going to do predictions, mate. Um, so I'll give you the choice. Do you want to do Premier League predictions in terms of the season? Bristol City for- Coventry was they uh, played each other, so yeah, ah, okay. yeah. So do yeah? Do you want to do your Premier League predictions for the season first, or the Championship predictions first? Let's do Championship because I've got that app already. Um, so who do you think is going down from the Championship? If you want to have a little look, I can give mine first. I've got no problem. Uh, Rotherham. Uh, let's go with. Rotherham, let's go with Swansea and uh, Coventry. Uh, so I think um, Swansea, Coventry, and then You're basically just copy mine. No, I think um, Wigan might struggle as well. But in terms of the top six, mate, who you got in the playoffs, first of all? Blackburn. Uh, I'm going to go with Blackpool. I, I like the look of Blackpool this year. Blackpool. Blackpool, yeah. Blackpool. Uh, Birmingham. Oof. Burnley. Watford. Okay. So I'm going to go with um, Blackburn. Sheffield United, Sunderland, and Watford. No, West Brom. West Brom. And then my top two would be uh, Watford and Burnley. Who would your top two be? Also, guys, let us know in the chat and the comments and people who are listening afterwards. Yeah, let Burnley, us know in the Watford. Burnley, Watford, top two. Yeah. I think that's a good shout. Um, and then, obviously, uh, the Premier League. Who you got going down? Going down? Uh, going down, yeah. Forest, South, South, Southampton make a change. Southampton, Forest. Uh, tough, isn't it, this year? Uh, really tough. Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, I think I think Bournemouth will go down. Um, I think. I don't want Bournemouth to go down. I, I, I'm going in my head there, but 
I think Bournemouth, Fulham and either Southampton or Wolves. I've just got a feeling... Wolves, Wolves, Wolves there you go. I, I would rather, if it was gone my heart, uh, Wolves would be gone and uh, Bournemouth would still. Yeah, i just got a feeling with Wolves this year that they're... Mm. You know they've obviously been solid for a few years, but I've just got a feeling that this this is the year that they're gonna they're gonna go down, mate. Um, in terms of the top four, so what was, what Europa League is down to seventh, isn't it? So um, who do you think will be the sort of fifth, sixth, and seventh to so the Europa League places? Arsenal six, um, United fifth. Uh, Chelsea fourth, Spurs third, Liverpool second, City first. Um, we, apparently, we left out Norwich in our championship, like top six. But I don't think Norwich. Yeah, will Norwich. Norwich got, a, no. got a feeling they might struggle. Yo, yo, Norwich. They're down near the bottom anyway. Yeah, they, they might be. They'll be right eventually. They can't land the same thing every every year. It's, you know, well. That's what they do. They didn't. They never really bring in a great deal of players. But they've done it for the last two or three years. I don't think Pug is going to save them this year. Well, this is why they keep going down, though, isn't it? Because they never bring any strength in. Um, yep. I think the boy um, Todd Campwell should go now. He should have gone two years ago. Well, yeah. Is that the blonde kid. Yeah. He, yeah you know what, mate? We're talking about United's midfield. He would be an absolute cracking signing. Um, Honestly, mate, he's we need, so we need, we need top We need world-class players, mate, not players that have been relegated. But he's better than Fred and McTominay. I understand that, but this is Man United. This is the kind of thought post we need to get out of. You're in a glazer mindset. Let's get a cheaper Cadwell. Uh, well, it's not even the cheaper. I just think I would put him in the same bracket as a as a Bellingham and a Grealish in terms no, of potential no, no, and that. No, no, and no. I just think that he needs... No, no, no. Mm. no. We'll see. Um, so, Bellingham and hundred million pound players. Yeah, they are now. Yeah, but, but Campbell. No, three years ago he was relegated and back up relegated. Yeah. Fair. Um, so who did you say? You said Arsenal sixth, United fifth. How uh, many relegations has Bellingham and Grealish got on the CV? Well, they left, didn't they? Before they got their teams went down and they abandoned ship. Who's the point? If you want to be a uh, big fish in a small pond. Stay there. Yeah, they abandoned ship though, didn't they? They left their teammates. Yeah, to right. to, to, <laughs> to to go to win things and to better their career. Yeah, no, that's what you that. do. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I would still, I still think he should be playing Premier League football for a top, you know, top ten side really. Um, yeah, well, if he helps his side, I'm not getting relegated the first time. <laughs> right, who's going to finish fourth in the Premier League? Chelsea. And then third? Tottenham. Well, well, well. You love Conti, don't you? That's what it is. It's like a love fest for him. Don't get it at all. He could could challenge because he's got Kane and Son. If they keep it steady at the back, they've got the firepower and Richarlison now as well. Can't have that at all. Like, I get it. Like, if Harry Kane and Son and Richarlison are on fire. I don't just sit here with too strong, but look at his record, mate. Wherever he's been, he turns them around and makes teams winners. 
yeah, and I, I get the one thing I'll say in sort of support of what you just said is, is because so many teams now play with one striker, there is a lack of strikers around, like quality strikers, and Tottenham have got three, which is unusual for you know a team outside yeah. of Man City and the the and and Madrid. That, and that, that young kid who's a, who's a what's the young kid? Not uh, what's his name? Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. On the right side, or left side, is a young Russian kid or oh, um, Oli, 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 yeah, Oli really good player. Like yeah, so, yeah. So players then. Okay, so you think? To, I mean, look, if Harry Kane scores thirty goals and Son chips in with fifteen twenty and Richarlison chips in with fifteen, 15. suddenly, yeah, I can see maybe not you know taking it to the last day challenging, but me and. You know, being there and thereabouts for most of the season, I, I, I see that. Yeah. Um, and then I'm assuming the Liverpool second, Man City, uh, Man City first. Then is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I think Man City will win the league by a lot. Um, I think Liverpool will probably finish second. You have taught me round a little bit on um, on Tottenham because before that I was going Chelsea, and then. Tottenham, Arsenal, and then United at sixth. I just cannot see how United are going to sort out their dressing room. Just looks from the outside as if it's very toxic, and I'm not sure Ten Hag even like. I don't see how he can sort it out. Like everyone blamed Pogba and Lingard and these people, but did they didn't look any more together on Saturday? They didn't look any better on Saturday. But it is one game. So, um, yeah, I'll go Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, United, Arsenal. But I'm not convinced by United. They've got to make some signings fast. Yeah, um, so, we're going to wrap up shortly. Yeah, for Mel you... in his bedroom. I know, it's so hot, mate. Do you think there's any chance the likes of Brighton, Leeds, Brentford... Um, there was someone else. Any chance they could go down? Leicester, teams like this. There's a, there's a possibility that you know, have to wait. So, like, it's only been the first, first game of the season. We'll have to wait and see and see how we get World Cup. You know, there's, there's people going to come back from injuries. World Cup as well. So, it's going to be a weird season. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see how it pans out. Yeah, I guess the other thing is you never know. Like, someone could go away to the World Cup. Score, you know, eight goals, I ten goals. Liverpool go away flying, uh, five points clear, and Liverpool, and then Liverpool come back in in December. Salah injured, Nunes out, uh, and some and Van Dijk out, and then boom, season three major players gone for a month. And, yeah, uh, and like you know, Harry Kane could go to the World Cup, get the Golden Boot, score eight goals, nine goals in the World Cup. And come back on absolute fire, same as Haaland and all these players. Yeah, like so you, like I say, it's going to be a strange season. You have to see how it pans out. There's no way to predict it, is there? There's no way to predict the the out uh, well, the, like, the impact yeah, of the World Cup. So it's all new. Oh yeah. So um, we'll be back next Thursday. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you join the uh, Super Six Super Six uh, Prediction lead. Uh, if you've got any questions, so get basically, in quickly. I'm going to go all season now ahead of you. Of course you are, mate. 
Jesus. Yeah, no advice, do what you want. There's no Co COVID has damaged you, mate. This time. Come on now. Come on. Forest. I embarrassed you last, Forest, last season. Forest 2-1 at Newcastle. <laughs> embarrassed you last season and you've got a goal to start yeah. questioning my decisions. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um, so a couple of questions and comments just to quickly finish us off then. Um, Craig says he thinks Newcastle will finish above United if they don't sort it out. Is that a possibility? Say again. He thinks if if United don't sort out their issues, that Newcastle could slip in that that above them. Yeah, could do. I, I do rate Eddie Howe. I gotta say, but yeah, yeah could do. Um, Craig also says down Southampton, Leicester, and Bournemouth. Woof, that's a shout. But I do think Leicester could be in trouble. Leicester, no chance. I think they might be... Uh, no, them no. and Wolves, I think, are in a bit of trouble this year. But we'll no. see. Um, Will says Leeds are down 100%. They lost Kelvin, Phillip, Kelvin Phillips and Rafinha. Possibly. Plus, possibly. they've got an American manager. It's an, a recipe for disaster. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Um, Danny Barton beating us. So we've got to make sure we beat him. That's the main thing. Man doesn't know anything about football at all. Pretty much just guesses his scores. Can't be having that. Um, right, Rodri, as ever, mate, absolute pleasure to chat. Good, good to be back. Good yeah. to be chatting football. Maybe by next week, United will have signed someone. De Jong, mate, is the one. Next year, next week, Frankie De Jong, he'll be in. Hopefully, need to get out of his bedroom. All right, mate. Yeah. Take it easy, my friends. See you yeah. soon. Diggs, G-I-G-G-S, no, Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinions. I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me, but in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Network.